and welcome to the Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about being ignored. Hey guys, what's up? How are y'all doing today? Um, today we are talking all about being ignored. And I was thinking about this just with, this is something I've coached a lot of clients on. And I think that especially right now, because we all have so much time in our homes by ourselves, you know, the way we're staying in touch with friends is through calling and texting and DMing. And sometimes we get a little bit in our heads about when people respond and don't respond to us. And so we're going to talk about that today. What to do when your friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, the person you like, uh, whoever it is, isn't texting you back. We're going to talk about that. But before we get into it, I wanted to offer to you guys my anxiety challenge. So it's a five-day challenge that has daily exercises to help you guys work through that anxiety. So when someone isn't texting you back and you're freaking out about it, instead of trying to get them to text you back, go work on your anxiety for a minute. And you can get this challenge at www.palmstreet.co forward slash anxiety. Again, that's palmstreet.co forward slash anxiety. So great tool for you guys. And then also I wanted to give a shout out to Hannah Dana. She wrote, my mom was the one who introduced me to podcasts, but I didn't think I would like them considering I didn't like audiobooks, but you've made my life way better. I'm not quite a teen yet, but you've still inspired me and I'm becoming a better person every day. I'm really thankful for that. I hope you continue to create podcasts for my enjoyment and entertainment. Also for all your other fans. I hope you're reading this and I hope you have a good day. (laughs) Thanks so much, Hannah. I thought that was really sweet and I'm glad that you're becoming a better person from this and definitely will keep these podcasts coming for you guys. And also shout out to all you guys out there that are preteens listening to this podcast. Glad you're here hanging out with us. You're totally welcome. So let's get into it. Texting. So we all have had this experience where we text someone and they don't text us back, right? And we get in our heads about why aren't they responding to us? And what if they don't like us anymore? Maybe they're mad at me. Maybe they're ignoring me. Maybe I said something wrong. Maybe I'm being annoying. And we overthink all the things that we said or shouldn't have said to that person. We get way in our head about our relationship with that person and make it mean something about our friendship and imagining all the things that could be going on in this other person's head. And we want to be able to try to control how they feel about us. We want them to like us. We don't want to annoy them. And so we're trying to figure out like, okay, they might be mad. So what can I say to fix this? Or they might be annoyed. So maybe I should stop texting them or, but I want to wait too long. And so we're way overthink what we do. And I think we have to pause ourselves for a minute because obviously you can drive yourself crazy with this type of thinking, right? Like trying to figure out what someone else is thinking is impossible, And a lot of times the way we deal with this is by trying to talk ourselves out of it. Trying to remind ourselves like, oh, it's okay. They probably still like me. They probably just lost their phone. They probably have just been really busy. 
and we try to reassure ourselves all these things but the thing is it's only like half believable to us like part of our brain like the logical side knows everything's probably okay but there's this irrational side that is so afraid and so easily freaked out about stuff we can try to talk ourselves out of it we can try to logic with ourselves but there's still that part of our brain that's freaked out and i think that's the part of our brain that we need to work with and help it's called the primitive brain the part of our brain that isn't quite as developed and gets really freaked out fight or flight i need to hurry and everyone's gonna die and things are horrible so one thing that helps is being able to recognize why are you afraid what are you so terrified of i want you guys to ask yourself that for a minute when someone isn't responding to you why are you afraid and i'm sure a lot of us have different reasons but i would guess that for most of us it's this worst case scenario what is your worst case scenario that could happen? And I think most of us that it's, they don't ever talk to you again. This friend does n- never responds, never answers your calls, never talks to you again. And that's really, really scary to a lot of us. So if that were to happen, like, let's just kind of think about that worst case scenario for a minute. If your friend were to never respond to you again, never talk to you, What would be so horrible about that? You would feel the grief of losing a friendship. You would have sadness. Maybe you would feel lonely. You would have all of these negative emotions happen for you because this person isn't talking with you anymore. You would have these negative emotions happening. And that is our worst case is feeling loneliness, feeling sadness. And we're afraid of feeling those negative emotions. We don't want to have to feel loneliness or grief or sadness. And so we do everything we can to avoid them. And sometimes what that looks like is we feel our negative emotions ahead of time. We think, oh, I really don't want to have to feel the sadness of losing that friend. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I keep them. I'm going to try to say all the right things and text them the right amount and call them and make sure they're doing okay and really try to control them right now. And so you feel all this freaking out energy because sometime in the future, possibly you could have a friend you don't talk with anymore. Isn't that crazy we do that to ourselves? We know there's all these logical reasons, but really like that is your worst case is like, this is a friendship that like you guys don't interact anymore and you have to feel all the negative emotions with that. But if that were to happen, you would be strong enough to deal with it when it happens. You would be strong enough to deal with that grief and loneliness at that time. And you would have a way to process and work through it. Whereas when your brain is freaking out about something that hasn't even happened yet, 
there is no way to solve for that problem. Like, the fact that your friend may or may not talk to you in the future, like, you have no idea what's going to happen in the future. So there's nothing you can do today to fix that. But yet your brain's trying so hard to fix this problem that might happen. But it leaves you kind of aimless because you really don't know what to do. You can't solve for a problem that has not actually happened yet. And so I think making peace with this is your worst case scenario. And if you lose your friendship, if your friend doesn't talk to you anymore, you can feel that sadness and you will be able to work through it and you will be able to move on. And then the other reason that we struggle so much with people not texting us back and what we think is like people ignoring us is because of what we make it mean. Because of what we make it mean about ourselves. Because it really doesn't have anything to do with you, right? Like it's something going on for them. Maybe they're a bad texter. Maybe they lost their phone. Maybe they really are annoyed or they don't want to hang out. Maybe all those things are going on for them, but that's them. That's what's going on in their heads and their emotions. And you are not in charge of your friend's emotions. There's nothing you can say or do that can change what your friends are thinking and feeling. I know we think we can, We really think we can control how our friends behave. We as humans love to try to control other people, but the truth is they can't. We can offer help. We can try to be there for people, but like they can interpret it however they want. They can feel about it however they want and you can't control that. And so we need to let go of that need to control, that need to control how our friends are thinking and feeling about us and recognizing we are not in control of their emotions because it is so powerless and so useless to try to control it, to try to control how your friends feel versus allowing your friend to have a bad day, allowing them to have negative emotions because they're going to have it anyway. (laughs) The question is, are you going to have negative emotions because they're having negative emotions? And it all comes back to you. You are the one who is in charge of your own emotions. No one else is in charge of yours and you aren't in charge of anybody else's. You have to take responsibility for your own emotions. You think that that friend texting you makes you feel a certain way, but it doesn't. When someone texts you back, you have a thought about it. You have a thought like, oh good, they still like me. And then you feel relief. It's that thought that creates that feeling of relief for you, not the text itself. And so recognizing you are the creator of all of your emotions and ask yourself, what are you wanting to feel right now? What do you think you would get to feel if someone called or texted you back? What emotion would you get to have? Feeling loved, relief, peace, excitement, whatever it is, know that you create those emotions with your thoughts. Those emotions are available to you whether or not your friend texts you back. 
I know that sounds kind of crazy, but we create our emotions with our thoughts. And you might not want to feel excited when your friend doesn't text you back. You might want to feel sad about it, but I would ask you, is that sadness or worry, whatever you're feeling, serving you? Is it helping you be a better person? Is it helping you enjoy your life, helping you grow? I'm going to guess probably not. So knowing that your friends are responsible for their own emotions and you're responsible for yours. Then the last piece of dealing with someone not texting you back or calling you or whatever it is, is not making it mean anything about you. Who you are as a person at the core is someone who's lovable, someone who's worthwhile. And nothing, no one outside of you, nothing that happens to you can change that about you. Nothing can change that you are worth loving. And I know we think that other people love us or don't love us and we have to earn that love. But knowing like we innately deserve love. Like that's who we are as people. When we look at babies, they deserve love 100%. We don't question that. When we get older, we question it for ourselves. So reminding yourself that like you're totally worthy of love, loving your friend and whatever's going on for them and learning to love yourself unconditionally. All right. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.